Okay, we are now recording live in Rogue Studios. Yeah, that's my car. If you didn't figure it out until now that I recorded it in my car a lot of times, well, we have two studios. We have Sienna Studios and Rogue Studios, and this podcast is dedicated in the chus of the soldiers in Eretz Yisrael and the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael and all of Klal Yisrael. So, there was a story about an elephant that was walking along his merry way out in the jungles of Africa and he heard a noise coming from a speck of dust. And with his super sensitive ears, he pinpoints the speck of dust that it's coming from and he daintily lifts up the speck to his ear and he says, I can hear you, who are you? And they replied, the voice replied, we are who's? He said, how many of you are on, on there? And as the story, as the time progressed, the elephant discovered that living on this speck of dust was a city of really, really minuscule people. And after a few more moments of this elephant whose name was Horton talking to this speck of dust his um, oh so friendly and caring jungle mates decided that Horton was a raving lunatic and they of course decided to do what was only right and show him that he was wrong and they began to harass him and persecute him and do all sorts of horrible things to the speck of dust in the name of you know, making sure that Horton would be normal or something like that. And, and they, first they hid this back and Horton found it and then they did this and they did that. Eventually, there came a point where they were taking that speck of dust and they were ready to drop it into a boiling kettle of stew. And everyone on the speck would have perished. And Horton told the Who's that if they wanted to survive, they would have to marshal every single who and shout as loud as they could so that so that they would be so their existence would be believed. And the mayor of Who Town marshaled all the who's and they began shouting and screaming and making noise and marching bands and everything and it still wasn't enough. And the mayor went to the Scott look who is the missing who who's holding back that 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 last little bit and he went and he found one little who hiding somewhere you know totally not not involved in the in what was going on and he brought that who to out into the open and he had that who scream and then all the people all the animals heard the sound from the speck they changed their whole perspective and they and they committed to take care of that who and um, the rest is, of course, Dr. Seuss history. Now, in this week's parsha, yeah, you're wondering how am I going to connect it? <laughs> well, we'll try. Hopefully, it will work. In this week's parsha, we have the story of Yaakov and Lavan. And I just recently heard a share over again. I heard it a few times, but we're not going to say the whole thing. But there's one point that was was interesting, and I wanted to share it. Um, was that? Was that? 
was that when Lavan, when when Yaakov meets Rachel and Leah, he says, meets Rachel, he says, "Don't worry. If your your father is is uh, is straight, I'm as straight as they come. But if he's a Ramai, I'm as achid beramois, right?" Why would what does that mean? And why is that a good thing? Was it like calming her down to know that that she's she has hope that Yaakov could succeed because he also is a tricker? But wasn't he Ish MS? What's going on? And later on in the parsha we learned that Yaakov used these um sticks to 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 deal with Lovin's trickery, right? So how does that work? If he made a deal with love and however bad it was, why would, be, would he be allowed to use the sticks? So there's various answers given, but what we're going to focus on the the pshat of Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Sher, the the lekatzichas muster, the the Rosh Hashiva of Slapadka. He said as follows: He said the sticks don't work, and and the sticks don't work, and also love intended to change it according to some of our Even after it would have been too late, it would have been too late for the sticks to do anything. So what was really going on over here? Why was Yaakov letting Lavan change it a hundred times? If you're Achim Ramaz, why would you let him take yourself for such a ride? So he says it was like this. Yaakov's trick to battling Lavan's Ramaz was his 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 Yashris and and Amuna. What he essentially told Lavan was was what was 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 what what was what sort of he told to to Rachel. He told Lavan. There's Hashem in this world. I know you think that everything goes by a certain set of rules, but it's not. It's not how it goes. There's Hashem in this world, and you know what? Watch. You're. We're gonna have this little showdown over here, and you're gonna just change my reward, do whatever you want, and I'm gonna succeed because Hashem is gonna take care of me. Watch. 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 And Lovin proceeded to do whatever he could and whatever he felt like, and time after time, Yaakov. Yaakov came out ahead again and again and again and again and again, and until Laban had changed his his pay a hundred times, and still nothing happened. So what was Yaakov's ramos that he would be Yasher? And the the the, the pasuk says, "Ki Yisharim Darchei Hashem Tadikim Yelchubai When you sit there and you say and you say, "I'm going to rely on Hashem. I'm not worried about anything." Right, so if you're if you're a tzaddik and you're trusting in Hashem, so you'll succeed. There's nothing anyone could do to stop you. Nothing, nothing at all. So Yaakov wasn't concerned, and he told he told he told Rachel, don't be concerned because watch, he's gonna change it. He's gonna say whatever he wants. He's gonna change it whenever he wants, and I'm gonna succeed. So much so that at the end, Lavan and his sons were annoyed at Yaakov because he kept breaking the rules. Things kept changing. Things kept working out for him. How could it keep working out for him? It doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't make any. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be working out for him. It just fits in with a little bit with what I heard once from Yerinus and David. He said that um, Lavan was so upset at Yaakov for going to Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because Lavan had a belief. He believed in we'll call it like this. I noticed recently that the Avos tend to live in Ayelim in tents, whereas Lavan lived in a bias. Now I don't know that for twenty-seven years, so fifty, or however many years it was that they lived. In, in, a, in a series of tents or in a whole encampment. I don't know. But they did. So why, why did... If, if so, then why? And Lovan lived in a house. That's what it says. So what it is, is 
that Rabbi Avrianus and David explains is that Lovin believed in one world, this world. It's all about this world. There's no next world. So as long as you got it down, you're good. Yaakov believed in the next world. He was doing something, he was in this world for a purpose, for Adam Haba. So when he left Charon, that was counter to everything Lovin believed in. That's what bothered him so much. You can't leave Charon. You're doing success. You're successful here. You're making money. How would you go to Israel? And who says what's going to happen? You're going to travel. What? It's it's, it's an unknown land. Why would you? Why would you do that? Why would you risk it? You're successful in this world. What's the point of Israel? Kedusha. What's Kedusha? That really bothered Lavan. And um, it was this, 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 this. It was the same machlekes between Yaakov and Lavan, right? Can I just watch? Yaakov said, "Watch. I'll sit back and rely on Hashem, and I'll be okay." And Lavan said. What? That's not how it worked, and that was that was the same inherent debate. Now, 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 what's also interesting is, see, Lavan didn't know, but Yaakov never never went to Charan. What does that mean? So, in the beginning of par- at the parasha, it says, "Ve'yitz Yaakov Charana." Now, what it really what the pasuk is telling us, in in short, is the stress is on the ve'yitzi. Yaakov left. Beersheva, because he had to go on a mission. It happened to be his location was Charan. But if you don't come back, then you didn't. Then you didn't. Then you didn't. Then then you didn't complete your mission, right? He didn't want to leave Eretz Israel. He was leaving because he had to take care of stuff. So he was going to Vayetz Yaakov. The point was he left. Vayetz he leaves, and at the end he comes back. It's about his travels abroad temporarily. That was his mission the whole time. He never had any sad to stay in Charan. So Lovin didn't, didn't know that either. Now, now this is this is this is good, but what about Horton and Horton the elephant? So it's a little bit of a different angle. But what I wanted to point out is that a person's a person, no matter how small. What does that mean? What does that do with anything we're talking about over here? Is it's not really about the person. It's really about the koyach of a person, right? We're sitting here, we're learning about Yaakov and how, well, Yaakov, what he did, forget about it. What does it do with us, right? And we're learning about the Avais and, but, but, but our deeds upon their deeds together will bring Mashiach, our king, right? If every little, but really big, Yid does their part, everyone, no matter how small, whatever you're doing, don't worry about it. You're, you're, you're tapping into a, Huge conglomeration of 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 zchusim and zchuyos and everything building up together, and part of it is tapping into this 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 midah of Yaakov Avinu. Yeah, next week's parsha he prepares for war and he sends out presents and he davens. All three things are important while having betachen, but this week's message is the betachen of Yaakov Avinu that that he sits back and he says nothing you can do can harm me. It's the capital of the hill, and that I, I really started learning through it a little bit. I really want to go into it deeper, but that's what it says. Yeshev v'seiser el yain betel If you sit in the 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 the, the encompassment of a of el you go, you say you're sitting in Hashem's in Hashem's protection, then betel you'll be in His protection. And you reach to the rest of the capital, and it says someone who does this, he's just protected. So. If everyone ups their 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 yoshev b'seiser elyain a little more, a little more, yeah, eventually, eventually, who knows what could happen? It could build up together. And now we're not trying to make the 
the, the Wickersham brothers and the kangaroo hear us. I don't know who they represent, so I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how that fits in. Not sure exactly if in the mushal we want it to be. Since this wasn't one of those Dubnamagid shoot the arrow at the tree and build the target around it, I wanted to say the story. So I don't know exactly if you could tell everything too. If it's like, if, if the Goyim see how that we really mamish are, 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 are turning back to Hashem, then they'll, 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 they'll gain that, that the, the true type of respect they're supposed to have for us. They'll see us as a light unto the nations and not as whatever they see us now. Are, are, you know, or is that, is that, is that, is that a thought? So, so it did run through my mind. I don't know if it's a perfect tour stuff, and I don't know exactly how that works. And, um, and, and, and I don't want to compare it. I mean, I'm really comparing the kayak of everyone together in, in what, it, what could be done by a group, no matter how small the group is. So imagine if it's kayak so, so big that can make that much more heard. And each, each piece added on is making that kahal a more powerful call because the more echad, the more than the, that that at the bigger echad, right? We're the more unified we are. If we take, it means I means I don't know if this is true. You have to look it up. But let's say is 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 the power of a hundred yidden? How much more is the power of a hundred on one yidden than a hundred yidden? How much more is that achdus? The more pieces, the more that we all just stay together and click together and we just unify. I don't know. I don't know what Amy for. I didn't get. I couldn't find anything. But maybe. But I, I, I imagine that every the more the more complete a unification is the more chashev and important it is so remember these lessons that whatever you little thing you do is, is, is so powerful and when you trust in Hashem Hashem takes care of you that's what we have to keep in mind while we continue doing whatever we could do but the point is to have that in mind loved one couldn't do anything and and to stop Yaakov and if we could tap into that Kirchhoff Yaakov Avenue then nothing no one could do anything to us either have a good Shabbos